This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Which employees would be the most fun to fall in love with one another? Zookeeper and animal. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. What about two trash people? Uh, garbage. I love, oh, I love that. that. Yeah. Garbage men, women. Trash people. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. But can you say? Can you? Can you say that again? I had a joke for that that I I didn't say fast enough. <laughs> Can you say? <laughs> and just to peek behind the curtain for everybody, this is three days later. Waleed has insisted we start recording again because he thought of a joke. He actually <laughs> left the recording. He's back. <laughs> I just thought of one. What about two trash people? Elizabeth, I think that's pronounced lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Worth it. <laughs> Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. Today, we're picking up Inside Bottoms Up on a sunny Sunday morning. Warm light from the slightly dusty windows pours over the floor of the bar as you all groggily shuffle to an empty table and find your seats. You guys have recently started opening later on Sundays because you can afford to and you're lazy. So the bar is empty besides the four of you. Last night, Jennifer told you all that she had an idea for the bar that was going to bring in huge business. And she needed you to show up at the crack of dawn ready to eat. So right now, you're all sitting at a table waiting for Jennifer to make her way out of the kitchen and reveal what she's been working on. So we'll pick up there. Quiet on set. Sound speeding. And we're rolling. Dance! Sweet. When you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice, Chip, and Beef at the Noble Bottoms Up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with Strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom DD is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. Good morning. They're all wearing bathrobes and they are all drinking coffee. And uh, Seb has the paper, but they're all going to take turns reading the paper. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, what is oh, it? Another Seb? bad day in the stocks? No, no, no. I just dunked the paper in my coffee and I took a bite <laughs> out of it like a donut. So, oh, no. Well, I guess we'll not know what's going on in culture and fitness. My favorite section culture and fitness. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't have to eat your newspaper anymore because I got a big breakfast for you coming right up. Bring it in, y'all. Dozens of rats come out of the kitchen working together to balance plates of food and deliver them to your table. 
fresh eggs, and firebread. And to drink, orange juice and alcohol. Oh. Whoa, an orange liquid that's not orange pot. Is this actual orange juice? I think. Now, there's just one rule with this meal, and that's in order to eat, you got to take your pants off. Done. <laughs> Easy. Whoa. Oh. No. <laughs> Chalice uh, spits out her orange juice and alcohol back into the cup, going like, uh, hold on. Yeah, it's not Naked Thursday. If you don't take your pants off, it doesn't make any sense. It ruins the whole idea. Yeah, guys, come on. Take your pants off. <laughs> Beef, we get that you're on board. <laughs> J- Jennifer, why do we got to take our pants off? Oh, my God. Let me explain something to you. Yeah, I'm asking you to. Please do it. Let me explain something to you. Right now. That's what we want. If you don't take your pants off, then it's not really a bottomless brunch, now is it? Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, now you get it. Okay, good. Unrelated to this, but did you take a little walk around the neighborhood and see that a sign said bottomless brunch and then you yeah, thought maybe we'd do that? Yeah, and they're doing really well, it seems like. So maybe we should, I'm just trying to incorporate an idea that, you know, could help the business. Okay, uh, uh, Jennifer and- I'm sorry, Seb, are you a chef? Shut the f*** up. <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! Hey, hey, Whoa! hey, 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 rat! Fine, fine. You all can eat. And talk amongst yourselves and take off your pants if you want. And you can talk about what you honestly think about the bottomless brunch because I'm going to leave the room. Jennifer starts to make her way up the stairs. So I'm leaving and you can be super honest about the idea because I'm not listening. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, Jennifer did not cook these eggs, so nobody eat these. The shell is still on them. <laughs> yeah, she what gave the? us eggs. This one is hatching, and it's a boa constrictor. Oh my god! Y'all, I feel bad because I will say we've said no to Jennifer's last like ten ideas, but this one sucks. Bottomless in the way that she means sucks. Bottomless in the way that it's supposed to mean, which is just endless brunch. We can't really afford that. That's a lot of work. Yeah, also right? sucks. It also, it also sucks. sucks. also sucks. Yeah, I am excited for this orange juice. I got to try this orange juice, and it's just pot of orange. And it is yep. just <laughs> pot of orange. Okay. Wait, wait, you guys. Guys, she's watching us from the stairs. So let's just, like, oh. look, really look at each other, and we're really considering this idea. No, it's too late, Chalice. Oh. I am watching from the stairs. And you see that Jennifer has her little head poking through a couple rails of the banister. Yeah, and I heard... Everything, okay? I I heard that you hate it. And I mean, you don't even get it. I told you the eggs are fresh, okay? They're super fresh. That's why when you oh, crack no. them, they're fresh. And and I'm done. I'm done trying. And oh, wait. Oh no. And you see that Jennifer's struggling a little bit uh, on the staircase. Help! Oh no. You guys, I think I'm stuck. Did you put your head between this very, very thin banisters that we have on the staircase? <laughs> yeah, the banisters are like the so super thin close section. Together. Yeah, <laughs> the rat size section of the staircase. No, anywhere but oh, there. Oh gosh, <laughs> you guys, I'm like super freaking stuck. I'm like uh, let me grab uh, the cult box. Do you think the cult box will help here? I'll get the butter box. Butter <laughs> box. That is the cult box. They're the oh, same box. We threw all the butter away. <laughs> Yeah, it's just cult oh, no. stuff in here. A couple wrappers yeah. of butter. 
Did someone say they need a doctor? No, no, no. Nobody said that. It has long been established you do not have a doctorate. You are Mr. Pib. (laughs) You are Mr. Pib. Dr. Pib here, and uh, I couldn't help but overhear that there's some sort of emergency situation happening. Beef jumps through a window. (laughs) Well, Jennifer, it seems like you got stuck here. Have you guys tried anything so far? Nope. It's been like eight seconds. I know, for real. (laughs) Where do you live? Yeah, how do you get in here? You're like a phantom of this place. I've been, I've booked one of your rooms. Sometimes when uh, the missus gets a little fed up with me, uh, I'll book a room just to, you know, give her some space and uh, some space to cool down. So I'm checked into one of your rooms. You're not married. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to push her from one side and then chip, if you can, pull her. From the other yes, side. Yes, I'll grab her little so snout. Because you're going to try to pull her out, but she's pretty small and you don't want to tear her apart, roll for dexterity. I roll a four. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> um, 16 altogether. Okay, so with no help from Chip pulling, you push and it seems like Jennifer's butt is moving through the, the banister. Uh, but then she goes, oh, oh no, uh, my butt's getting too close to my head. My, the top part of me is not moving. Stop, please. And so you either can choose to kill Jennifer or back off a bit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right. Give me a second mm. to think, okay? <laughs> yeah. Give me some space here. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> we would lose half of our audience. We would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might. Um, I choose not to kill her. And I would like okay. to be celebrated for that choice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Uh. Beef's going to come back into the bar, but through the door. And he's holding his sandwich that he found. And it's all cheese. It's an all cheese sandwich. Hey, I found my sandwich. It was in the bushes when I jumped through the window. Could you believe? Lucky. Damn. Oh, we're all so thrilled, Beef. Beef, were you planning on getting Jennifer out using your sandwich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or were you just co- walking you in here, here telling us that you were gonna, <laughs> that you found your sandwich? Yeah, no, yeah, I was. That's exactly what I was gonna do. You guys, come on! I'm getting scared. Please do something. Push, push. You push yourself. Beef, you're just eating your sandwich and telling Jennifer to push. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys, this isn't funny. Please do something. All right, Jennifer, hear me out. I just have one question I have to ask. Can you cook and live your life from that banister? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Right in this moment, there's like a bunch of people with floral arrangements coming in. And I'm like, yeah, no, anywhere. And then there's like this big banner and it says in memoriam uh, Jennifer (laughs) on it. And it's just a picture of Jennifer. And I'm like, I mean, I think this is it. I think this is just about it. All right. So I Mm -hmm. think. Okay. That doesn't even make any sense. How did you, how were you able to do all this and organize this in that amount of time? I haven't talked in a little while. I was busy, <laughs> all right? I'm all, uh, hey, I'm over here trying to mourn you, okay? Where do you want this casket? And Beef has a tiny little... Aww. Um, <laughs> Beef, that's the cutest casket I ever saw. You guys, please! Jennifer starts sobbing. Oh, okay. Oh, Something. Jennifer, Jennifer. Oh. Uh, how about we just yank one of the two sides of the banister that she's stuck between? Just yank it oh, off. Oh, great idea. Don't worry, Jennifer. It's going to be fixed in like a second. Okay. Right in front of Jennifer's face, I whip out my giant, huge battle axe, and I go to town on one of the banisters. It sounded so sexual. 
<laughs> just like, just do it normal, the normal style. And uh, Chip, why don't you roll for strength? And I botch. You botch. I do botch. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, and a callback to—is it episode one or is it episode two? Uh, much like Gimli um, at the uh, uh, yes. gathering in Rivendell when he goes mm-hmm. to just destroy the ring, you have that kind of energy. You have some big Gimli energy, and you mm-hmm. hit the banister and you explode off of it, and you fly, Chip flies back in the air ten feet and hits the ground. Mister Pib. <laughs> Leans in to the banister and inspects it and goes, Hmm, I don't think this is any ordinary wood. Fine, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could have kept talking if you wanted to, but yeah, yeah. what's the deal well, with the wood? are you curious? Yeah. I mean, I might have some information that you guys might find <laughs> useful. Mr. Pibb, here's the thing. We are really trying to not encourage you to be Mr. Exposition around here. So we made a deal to each other that we'd ignore you best we can every time you come in, even if you have information that we may need. So that's what you're sensing. Now, upon further inspection, it looks like, yep, uh-huh, and he tastes it. Yep, this is morning wood. And that's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G wood. It means that someone died holding this very railing, and their soul was trapped inside. It must have been someone pretty powerful, because morning wood is impervious to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage, so we won't be able to cut or break our little friend out. But there is another option. Nobody say anything. Do not encourage him. You guys. But tell us, I want to know. I got, I got to know. know. He's smiling. I got to know. <laughs> you got to know. You got to know that I got to tell you. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Oh, that was a stretch. <laughs> the other option uh, is we could pop her head off and get her out of there in two pieces, no problem. But there's a pretty high risk that she wouldn't survive the procedure. Why is that? Right in this moment, there's an entire polka band coming into the bar, and they're all wearing black. <laughs> there's no way you could have organized this in that amount of time. It doesn't I haven't said a word in a bit. I've been all over the phones. This is the sixth band I called, all right? this is They're not my first choice. Do you think Seb, with his anxiety, hasn't planned all of our funerals down to the detail? <laughs> He's an anxious kind of guy. He's prepared for everything. Looking at each one of you, beef, funeral pyre, chip, by sea, uh, chalice, cannon into the atmosphere, and Aww. just so you can always be in space. Whoa. You're my shining star. What? You're just going to throw me into the sea? Absolutely, in a burlap bag. Now that I've had a second to think, there actually might be another way. Don't ask. Don't. No. Beef, I see you about to... What? No, what? beef. Don't, don't. What? Beef's trying to like lift up his uh, little finger like inquisitively, and I keep trying to push it down. <laughs> but I gotta ask, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that feels good. Oh, no. Ew. 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 God. Oh, only saw the whites of his eyes. Ew. God, I hate this guy. I hate this guy so much. Ew. (laughs) Who are you and how did you get here? You guys shut up and let him talk, please. Jennifer, I don't know if it's worth it. What you'll need to do is get a special compound called margarine. Rub it on her head 
and she'll slip right out. Okay, where do we where, get it? Yeah, what, where do we get it? How? Uh, what is that? And what? <laughs> and why are you here? <laughs> it's uh, I don't know much about it to be honest, but um, sometimes they carry it at a uh, Gus Chicken Shopo things. We just got to get through this. Do you need anything else? <laughs> well, if you're gonna make a run, um, let's see. Sorry, do we need anything else? Oh, on the oh, okay. No, no, um, I'm kind of curious. What else do you need? <laughs> Okay, let's look. Yeah, we got to go through our to do. So, to do number one, go to Gus's Shopo things. And then number two, kill Mr. Pip. Actually, let's just kind of move that one up in terms of priorities. Yeah, we'll put move that right on up. <laughs> Jennifer, you coming? Oh. Oh, that's mean, Chalice. I think wasn't even thinking. I'm sorry. We almost never invite her to come with us. And this is the one time. <laughs> so mean. It's really mean. Yeah, it is mean. Oh my god. <laughs> Jennifer, I didn't even mean to do that. That is funny though. This is the first time I've invited you, but I really wish you could come. The door opens and Jalpert uh walks in. Uh what's up, guys? Oh hey, Dr. Piv, I'm here for my appointment. Oh my god, Jennifer, are you okay? Not really. I'm really stuck in the banister, Jalpert. Thanks for asking. Oh, but Jalper, you're so strong. Maybe if you slice the banister with your sword. Yeah, you guys haven't tried that yet? He's setting you up. He's trying to get you. Oh, you scamp. Come here, you. And he like tries to kind of like wrestle with you a little bit. Hey, Jal. What's up, Sep? So wait, I see this little to-do list. Oh, man. Number one, doesn't look good for somebody here. Uh, number two, we're going to Gus Chicken's shop of things. Oh, yeah. You can come too if you want. Yeah. But don't you have your doctor's appointment? Yeah, but what are you getting checked out? That's personal beef. Yeah, I need to know. And it's personal to me. It's personal to me to know. (laughs) All right. You don't have to answer, but I'm just going to put my hand over different parts of your body. And when it is the thing that is sick, I need you to say, shake your head yes. All right. I need you to say, shake your head yes. I'm on your crotch. Shake my head yes. Okay, that's what I was afraid of. All right, entering. Okay. Why did you tell them that? <laughs> <laughs> They're my best friends. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> the dynamics in here are nuts. Don't you agree, Seb? Sorry, I'm just letting the tabernacle choir in here. All right, it, where, wherever you guys. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times best-selling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy, is it worth it, because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. This series has everything from high stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, At the end of a busy week, 
The last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. So you guys approach and walk into Gus Chiggins' Chapo Things and are greeted by Gus himself. Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Hey, man, it's great to see ya. Beef walks up and gives him a big old bear hug. I think the last time we saw you, we were stealing rope from you, huh? (laughs) I'm begging your pardon? The prices here are just so low, it feels like Mm -hmm. it's theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I uh, I appreciate the kind words. What can I do for you folks? Uh, Mr. Gus, do you have any margarine? We are looking for margarine. Well, that stuff is mighty hard to come by. It can only be created from the milk of a centaur. Now, if I did have it, I might be willing to sell it for an outrageous amount. Do you have it or not? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Okay, Jesus. If you did, what would happen? Well, I would sell it to you for an outrageous amount. Or we'd steal it. Because you would give us such a good uh, price that Mm -hmm. it's practically criminal. Nice. (laughs) Roll roll for deception (laughs) this time. Mm, That's a 16. Now, I don't have it. However, if I did have a helpful piece of information, I just might be willing to tell you. For a prize. An outrageous prize! <laughs> okay. What, a kiss? Oh, What, two kisses? Two kisses? How many kisses? Oh! Uh, let's make it three kisses. Oh! Jalbert looks over at Chalice like, are, are we going to get in on the on the kiss train, or are we... Is it Five nice? kisses! Whoa! All right. Chalice! Roll for a persuasion. Whoever wants to. I'll do it. Oop. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Uh, 11. Gus kind of looks around at all five of you, and then- We're all posing in a sexy pose. There's like a lot of loose cheese stuck between teeth and, and beef's teeth, kind of yeah. just like wedged in there. It's like, oh. Um, I'd rather deal in gold when it comes to you folks. How much? Um, what's outrageous? How about- I'll give you the information- for ten gold pieces. What the? F- All right, I, I think, I think Jennifer's got to die. Come on, you guys. Uh, you know, I see you've been doing pretty well over there, bottoms up, and you know, with beef, uh, you're a household name at this point in Frasier. Uh, I am a pretty big fan. I guess maybe. Um, I know you got the money, but something that could be worth a little more would be a uh, a personalized song from my wife. <gasps> Darla, come out here. And she walks out, and she looks like 
uh, part human, part part banjo. She's uh, <laughs> half banjo, half I'm woman. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, would you mind playing a song on my wife? On your on wife. Her. On your wife. <laughs> it would be an honor, beef. Sean, can you please describe Darla like, in detail? <laughs> yeah, I'd actually like to know, like, like a full. I know inevitably detail. I'm gonna have to draw Darla. So if you very, yeah, where are the eyes? Yeah, where are the strings start and end? Yeah, you're basically cursing will lead to a terrible afternoon of drawing. This, so <laughs> you can at least go into detail. Okay, so here's what Darla looks like. So her face is basically, um, her mouth is the guitar hole. Famously is not on a banjo, yeah. but okay. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this no, banjo continue. has that. This banjo yeah, has yeah. the, the very yeah, small one. One of those infused. And uh, and then her eyes are like right above that. And then uh-huh. the the whole neck is her hair. Um, Great. And then her little appendages kind of come off the, the circle itself. Okay, I'll make sure to draw this as horrifyingly as possible. This is just another unrealistic beauty standard. Thanks for this, Sean. I'll never look like that. This is what rock and roll is, right, guys? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you so turned on as you are right now. <laughs> I guess I'm doing this? Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, wow, this is kind of incredible. Um, How did we get here? <laughs> this is the most nervous <laughs> Beef has ever been about anything. Yeah. <laughs> God, oh my God. He's blushing. Okay. Uh, you, comf- you comfy, Darla? Because I'm about to... Chalice walks over and hands him 10 cold coin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Now, listen here. Now, listen here. (laughs) The piece of information that I have is that there's a center that's been known to roam the far south in this here valley at around this time of year. And he points it out to you on a map. It's a bit of a journey, but I'm fairly confident he'll be around that area. You guys see that in order to get there, you have to get across about 10 miles of water in order to reach Mm. the valley that he's pointing out. Mm. Now, I must warn you before you go, centaurs like this one consider their milk sacred and have been known to attack and kill on site for much less offensive requests. Hell, this one in particular has been known to attack and kill on site for no particular reason at all. Well, good luck. And then he scoops up Darla and kind of starts like, and then kind of goes through the back door of the shop and it closes behind him. <laughs> Wait. Ugh. You guys make your way to the docks of Fraser, and all the fishing boats are out, uh, and they're actively fishing right now, um, since it's still, rel- it's like late morning now. Can I have you guys roll for perception? 16. 16. Hey. Hey. 19. You guys see that uh, on the whole dock, and the whole like marina, there are only two boats that are even tied up to the docks. And one of them you see is like completely dilapidated. The sail is just a patchwork quilt of previous holes that it's had that have been sewn up. It looks pretty leaky and it looks like it's on its last leg. 
The other looks like a pretty solid um, sailing vessel. And Beef kind of pokes his nose in there to see the inner workings. And Beef, you find a tall, brown-haired human woman is taking a nap in that one. And she jumps up with a start. Whoa. Oh. What? What are you, what are you doing, uh, little dude? Yeah. Me? Uh, I'm Beef. You're be- you are beef. You're famous. Oh, holy! I've been to so many of your concerts and performances, man. It's- oh. I'm oh. Le- I'm Lena Janetti. I'm the captain. Lena, sorry, uh, I'm Beef's manager. You probably wouldn't be interested. Beef's looking for a new muse to spend time with. You probably wouldn't be interested. It would just be like we need to just like go to work with you, and then Beef would observe you, and then write a bunch of songs about you and how great you are. But you're probably not interested in that. You're right. I'm not. Well, actually, roll for persuasion. Because <laughs> they, they could be. No, 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 they're not. I rolled a one, so. You rolled a one? <laughs> no, you've got the wrong idea about Lena Gennetti. Let me tell you something. I am not someone who's, you know, trying to clamor towards fame, like, or just get involved in some other artist process. That's, like, the least of my concerns. I just want to enjoy... Life, man. That's why I run this party barge. It's a party boat. We want to have a party. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Nice. What kind of what kind of party do you want to do? Uh, sort of like a wake for our friend that's on their mm-hmm. way out. Oh nice. yeah, I heard about that. There's a lot of my friends who are in like the um, events business that are actually working uh, a wake type event today. Basically, the only catch is that it's going to cost you an outrageous amount. It's an outrageous oh price. The other vessel, though, is for if you want to just take that out on your own, you yeah. can. Yeah, I should would have. I almost said that earlier that I knew we were going to end up on that one. Did anybody else? Anybody else realize? Yeah, I was walking sense. towards that one. Yeah, you just kind yeah. of poked your head in here on the way to the dilapidated one. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna take the leaky Voyager. Yeah, we don't have any more money. Wait, we could steal the boat from me, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, give us your boat. I, like, know who you guys are. No, no, give us your boat. I guess we're doing this. Give us your boat. Yeah, we're, we're doing this. Yeah, give we're us committing. your boat. Give us your boat. I turn into a wolf, and I try to intimidate. Natural 20, you're f***ed. <laughs> oh, my God. Call, literally calm down. Get in. This is, like, the worst party I've ever had. We'll just cut to you guys on the water, moving towards the valley in the Southlands. As we sail away, I'm like waving at the dilapidated boat. Fate should have made us take and (laughs) thinking about all the journey of us bailing out water and probably sinking (laughs) mid-sail and how much fun that would have been. And Seb is just chasing his tail and is getting so seasick. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away with me. And uh, Beef's in the crow's nest uh, singing with the birds. Whoa, land hell. Hey, Beef, I told you to let me know when you saw land. Oh, my bee. It's right there. So you guys dock, you pull up onto a sandy shore. What do you want to do? I feel like we should tie her up so that she doesn't just sail away. Yeah, tie her up. I didn't vote for that. Okay, do you want to come with us or do you want to hang out here? I'll hang out here. Just tie me up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> All right, we tie her to like a tree nearby. And with that, you guys see that the sun actually just set over the watery horizon. And so it is, a, it is twilight now. 
um, which means there's tons of vampires running around everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's twilight now, which means that it's it's dark and it's kind of like a purple sky. And right as the sun's setting, you can kind of still see the faint outlines of the mountains um, that surround this valley. From the beach, you could kind of walk directly in to the valley that Gus pointed out to you on the map. You guys, my legs are getting a little tired. Can one of us drive? Yeah, I got it. Chip, you want to drive? Come on. Booyah! I call head. I call head. Shotgun. Which means he holds me like a princess. Jelper calls ass. (laughs) Chip sticks out his big ass. Beef clings onto his leg like a kid. I put my ass in drive, and I (laughs) waddle over to wherever the centaur are. It is... Taking Chip a little bit, even with his ass in drive, to get over there with all the other four on him. And so it is, like, very dark now. It is past twilight. It is night time. And you're in a valley. You can see the stars in the sky. That's the only thing telling you that you're in the valley and surrounded by mountains. Other than that, it's very dark. So why don't you guys roll for perception? Eight. Nine. I'm a six. Twelve. Okay. So none of you see... A centaur. None of you see any clues as to if a centaur's even been around. But Chip, what you see is a faint light that's coming from the nearest rock face of a mountain. I'm going. I'm doing. I'm heading towards the light. Sounds good. Mm, yep. Okay. As you guys approach, it becomes clear that this is a cave. A faint light is flickering off of the cave walls. What do you guys want to do? I wanted to go in and yell, Daddy's home. Great. Yeah, I think we all wanted Beef to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can confirm. That was also my plan. <laughs> my God. Oh, I have been way too easy on you guys if this is how you think playing D&D goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you guys enter the cave. And you can see that the cave goes a good 30 feet back, this tunnel of the cave, before winding to the right. And so what you're seeing is, you know, some sort of fire, whether it's a torch or bonfire or whatever, that light is bouncing off the cave wall. And if I have this right, Beef, uh, you're walking down the cave and (laughs) past the entrance and at some point yelling, Daddy's home, is that correct? Well, yeah, because everyone has a daddy coming home and I'm tricking them. To think that maybe you don't need to justify yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the we, daddy. We understand. That. I'm the daddy trick. coming home. We all put up the T for trickery. So why don't you go for deception? All right. <laughs> With disadvantage. And honey, please. that's a twenty. That's a net oh, 20. Hey, before I heard the number, I said with, with disadvantage. Damn because it! No. I did. I Boo. got it out before. Let the record show. Just roll another twenty. Well, fine. Eleven plus five. So a 16? Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's pretty high. way too easy on you, Sean. <laughs> From a distance through the cave, you hear echoing back, Father? <laughs> yes, Daddy. Father. Daddy's home. You're speaking to me from beyond the grave? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, and then God. Beef like looks, ba- looks at the, them, and he's like, uh, and then he goes, yes, actually... I'm here for something I need. Anything, Father. I, uh, I've always been wondering what you, what you wanted of me, what I should do, what I should become. I need 
uh, and can I have the gang like pick me up and like use my body as like and do like shadow puppets to make them yeah. think we're yeah um, a ghost of his father. So Seb unzips the front of his suit and he is in his black leotard, his puppeteering leotard, and I start doing the puppet. He's always ready. He's always ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Roll for performance. 13 plus five. I'm 18. Uh, what do you say? My child, I've come beyond the grave to say I need you to give me something. I need you to leave a big thing of margarine at the foot of the cave and don't ask any questions. Guys, anything else you wanna anything else you want me to say? Father, I I, I can see your shadow. Yes. I, I can see it. I need to see, I I've longed for so long to see you again. And you hear galloping hoofs. No, no, and- don't see me! Tell him that you'll disappear if he sees you. Don't look at me or I'll vanish, my little child, my baby, my beautiful little baby. Don't look at me! I have to try to see you, Father. I have to! No! Don't you dare! (laughs) And then they round the corner, and then we hide. So why don't you roll for stealth, all of you. Oh, no. What is wrong with me today? I rolled a six. Nobody look at me. <laughs> I rolled a six. I rolled a six. Nobody look at Aaron. <laughs> Damn. I rolled a 24. Whoa. Beef. Beef, beef backflips off Seb. <laughs> and it puts his back to the wall and all but disappears. <laughs> <laughs> leaving, my, leaving my friends out in the open. I unzip my leotard and I am a perfect boulder costume and I go to the ground because <laughs> I rolled a 20, a natural 20. Oh. What about Jalpert? How's Jalpert's? Jalpert rolled a five. The flame and the light that was coming from a torch that the centaur's holding, they blow it out. So the whole cave goes completely dark and you just hear thundering hooves as they get closer and closer and it's coming fast. And all of a sudden, does a 25 hit you, Chalice? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So if a centaur moves at least 30 feet straight toward a target and then hits it with a pike attack on the same turn, the target takes an extra 10 piercing damage. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm okay. Oh, my God. Chalice dead. <laughs> it does 16 damage. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wow, that got me. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. That got me. No. Whoa. Oh. Beef and Seb, you guys just hid there and watched. Well, I thought that's what we were doing. I thought we were hiding. And, and Chalice... That was the plan for everyone. Yeah. Some of us just well, yeah, did actually, it a little so bit did we. Me and Chalice were also up against the wall looking horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Jalpert screams, No! Watching. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> As uh Chalice falls to the ground, maybe dead, uh, but at least unconscious for sure. Uh, and let's have everyone roll for initiative. 19. Oh my God, a nat 20. Not the time. I got an eight. I got a 10. Now that the centaur's in the moonlight, you've all rolled for initiative. You can see, um, so it's a female centaur who's like, she's jacked. And the bottom half of her is a Midwest, like, spotted cow. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's one of those. You dare enter the cave of Bovine, acting 
like my deceased father? Well, you will pay the ultimate price. Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) She lashes out with her hooves this time and is going for Beef's head. Whoa, 17. Does that hit? Yeah. 11 damage. (laughs) All right. I'm at one now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, And now it is Chip's turn. While this is happening, Chalice is sort of like murmuring, almost like she's sleep talking, and it's bad. She's saying stuff like, Chip's girlfriend is fake and can't. She's fake. She's and Beef's here. really hurt right next to Chalice, and he's just murmuring like, shh, 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 girl. <laughs> you get yourself in trouble, girly. <laughs> they're, they're so connected emotionally that even though they're like basically both half dead, they are still connected. Yeah, there's also canonically a um, big horseshoe imprint on Beast's uh, bald forehead right now. (laughs) It looks good, though. It looks really good. Thank you. Chip takes out his battle axe and starts murmuring, Mike, have a girlfriend. She's real. And (laughs) he loves me a lot. And she's definitely real. Uh, And then I swipe at Bo. 19. That hits. Do some damage. 13. Wow. Okay. Great. Um, Seb, you are up next. All right. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to discreetly, stealthily put my little hands out and I am going to use Cure Wounds. Aww. I see you're still trying to hide as a boulder. You're not helping Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, still not known. A bunch of like hairs come out of my ears and they like get really long and they turn white and then they kind of fall down and then they fall out of my ears and then uh, a bunch of smoke comes out of my nose and then and I, you're going to do this all stealthily. Easy, easy, easy. And it, it's so discreet. Uh, and then there's like <laughs> kind of one of those things. It's like an egg timer is going off and it's like ding, and then I'm done. Seems loud. Well, but it's but it, again, it is so stealthy. It is so good. 1d8 plus 3, 11. Uh, Whoa. Incredible. And I spit out a bunch of water. Jalpert is just so beside himself that Chalice just came back. He's like, oh my God, you're alive. I thought I lost you. That he forfeits his turn. He's just too emotional. Oh my God. Absolutely. Give me a break. Oh my God. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. Um, okay. Are we fighting though? Beef, you take over. He looks like he's not doing anything. Ah, ah, freaking fine. Freaking fine. Dude, something's really wrong with his dangle. Yeah, he has got a sick crotch. Chalice also seems surprised by that. Did she not know? Does she not know what's going on? Yeah. Maybe she should get her crotch looked at, too. Well, maybe Pib is still there. Maybe... (laughs) Maybe we should all get our crotches checked out. All right, stop talking to me, Chip. Don't be gross, you guys. Hey, we're saving ourselves for marriage. <laughs> what? Does that go against? Does that Jalbert. go against? Oh my god! <laughs> we don't want to know what that, man. What are you doing? This is the biggest reveal of the season. Stop! He's stop! Stop! Everybody, let's focus. We're gonna. I almost died. Our sex life is between us, and it doesn't exist yet because we're not married. Oh my so, god! So you guys haven't my, done what it yet? the hell? Chalice lays back down like she's dead. She's just trying to get her, go back to being dead. <laughs> and Beef's like, "Smart move, smart move, girly." All right, what does Beef do? I want to try to slash this guy's uh, legs with a little dagger. Okay, seventeen plus four. 
Whoa, that hits. Roll that D4 plus two. It was a four. So you got six. Nice. Yeah, what did it, what did it look like? I want to do like a cool, like, what does Tom Cruise do? He like slipping and sliding on the ground. Scientology. Yes, Scientology. <laughs> I want to Scientology his ass and slide right on through <laughs> her ass. And slide on right through the middle of her legs and pull out two little daggers from my pants. And I slice the bottom of her legs as I slip and slide through her legs. She goes, oh, that's going to leave a mark. She's not taking this very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Chalice, it is your turn. You've got your HP back, 11 points. Uh, Chalice opens one of her eyes because she's obviously playing dead still. What do I do? Whatever you think will cause some major damage. Break up with Jalbert. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> It would be really funny. Yeah, I'm going to... No. Um, my firebolt has 120 feet. I'll do that. Yeah. 18. Wow. And then 1d10. Five. Nice. Jalpert, who had previously given up his turn, he's been motivated by Chalice and goes, you're so brave, babe. I can be brave too. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. And he takes out his broadsword and... I hope he misses. What what was that, Chip? Said I hope he misses, Beef. Don't tell. Oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Oh my god, this rock is wet. Is that rock talking? <laughs> rock sorry, is sorry, wet. sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Jalbert runs screaming towards Bo. Bo kind of braces ready for impact. Jalpert kind of fakes right and then rolls. And with the roll does a huge slash, connects, and then punches them as well with his other hand and Bo goes down and Jalper lifts his sword up and goes for love yeah well I mean I, I, we got a couple of hits in there too before you did the right. final one just yeah good teamwork everybody that was a group effort I think we all did well Seb Seb probably did the biggest things healing chalice that was awesome man you get most of that the credit was for all really of nice the rock that did Seb just farts all right, uh, let's poke around <laughs> for some milk. I mean, we could milk this unconscious being, but maybe let's, let's look that. for some milk. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe look for some milk maybe that they just have stored elsewhere. Bo kind of just stirs and then like groggily kind of comes awake. Seb casts Entangle and now that centaur is stuck. Nice. How dare you? You come into to my cave, my house, personate my father. What, do you, what is it that you want? Uh, just a little bit of milk or margarine, if you have that prepared, I guess. Of course, of course, that's all anyone ever wants. But of course, I'm not allowed in society at large. No one ever lets me come to a party or even walk inside any establishment because in Frasier, pants are required at pretty much every single store and location <laughs> and gathering and bar. So yeah, maybe I am a little quick to fighting, but you brought the fight to me this time. I hate you people, and I hate all of Frasier and society. Oh man, I wish that I wish that that made me think of something. 
Oh, guys, Jennifer was right. We got to do a bottomless day. Wait, what are you? Bottomless Oh, bus. from before. This is starting to feel like one of those things where, you know, Jennifer tricks us to get get what she wants. Oh, you think this was all a ruse? <laughs> I think this might have all been a ruse. All right, come on out. Come on out, Jennifer. <laughs> and then you see no. a little rat come around the corner. Oh. Uh. <gasps> And it walks up to you, and it's just a normal rat. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So this wasn't yeah. a ruse. She's done. Oh, no. thank God. Um, so Chalice, uh, like, crouches down to be, like, eye level um, and goes, hey, if you need a break from this crazy world, see a friend and fill your cup. <laughs> and then hands uh, them, like, a little bottoms-up card that has the address on it. Find Sebastian. Chalice, that's me. Chip and beef. Uh, the noble bottoms up. Come to bottomless brunch anytime, pal. Actually, you know what? Why don't you come back with us on the party boat? We're going to go to bottomless brunch right now. What do you say? I mean, you just beat me near near death. And you killed me a you second ago. You did that ago. to me and her. <laughs> You're yeah. right. And also, You're this right. is like kind of what we do. When we get to the boat, you'll see that we kidnapped... The, the captain. So like, and you're saying that once I get there, I I'll be allowed in, and I won't have to wear pants. No pants, right, Beef? I haven't been wearing pants this whole time, <laughs> and no one oh, said yeah, a beef. thing. Beef, you no. got to get your crotch checked out. Oh, whoa, wow, it's changed on my travels. Yeah, it's all pixelated. <laughs> it looks <laughs> pixelated. It's pixelated. <laughs> it's blurry now. Hmm. <laughs> what the hell? So then we cut to the whole gang, including Bo and Lena, pulling up back to shore in Frasier, uh, just as Lena wins the booty shaking limbo contest, where it's you're doing limbo and shaking your booty at the same time and <laughs> wins it. Y'all, I ended up, despite myself, having a pretty good time. Um but you still owe me 10 gold pieces, so um, whenever you get that, you can just drop it off. Hey, when you need a, something and fill your cup, just meet <laughs> us at the Noble Bottom up, and he hands her <laughs> a, business, uh, a business card. Not for bottoms up, though, right? Just a random other <laughs> business card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I grab Beef Sand and start leading him away. <laughs> All right, come on, Beef. Let's let's get out of here. You enter bottoms up. Cool. So as soon as we walk in there, it is just filled with all sorts of vendors and everything. There's a taco truck outside for the funeral, and uh -huh. then uh, there there's is hired mourners like that are hired weeping. mourners who are like oh, oh. <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of uh, soldiers in uniform about to do a twenty one <laughs> shoot. Oh, God, <laughs> uh, hey Jennifer, thanks for staying put. <laughs> nice. Seriously, f you guys. This has been horrible. Jennifer, I almost died today. Beep almost died today. We got the margarine and look. <gasps> and then every we all take off our pants. Wait. Welcome to the first ever bottomless brunch, Jennifer. Oh my god. You guys oh beef, you should get that checked out. Yeah, it's things totally are different. Yeah, things are different. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Oh, and who's this tall glass of milk? Well, that's a glass of milk. We have to turn it into margarine to get you unstuck. <laughs> uh, and this is our friend Bo, a centaur. 
Hi, Jennifer. Heard a lot about you. Um, excited to be here. I haven't been uh, in public at a at an establishment like this in quite some time. I'm a, I'm a little nervous, to be honest. No, not now. Not now. And then all of a sudden, the soldiers start doing the 21-gun salute, and it is so deafeningly loud, and the windows are shattering inside of the bar. Alice comes down the stairs. It's like the middle of the night. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's trying to make the butter, like the margarine as quickly as oh, she can. Because they totally forgot to actually get Jennifer out. <laughs> oh, shoot. Thanks for forgetting. I just sit through my own funeral. I got Tom Sawyer. And out. Hello, hello, hi. It's Elizabeth Andrews in your beautiful little ears to tell all of our L.A.-based listeners that if you're jonesing for some more comedy but live, you know, to watch with your face, boy, do we have the shows for you. I'm talking about this sweet new collective called Chai Lax. It's a collective comprised of Chicago comedy-style comedians that are living in L.A. now, hence the Chai and the L.A.X. See what we did there? Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Yard Theater, you can see a Chicago-style show. Like I'm talking about our buddy's wet bus is the second Wednesday of every month. Wooly, Sean, and Aaron will be there, baby. I host the Illuminati Hour, which is the first Wednesday of the month, with my good buddy Damon Royster. And our next show is November 2nd. Follow us on Instagram at the Illuminati Hour to stay up to date. Or go check out the Yard Theater calendar, because they've got some great shows, man. Oh, looks like my car's here. See y'all later. Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Waleed Mansoor, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Parrott wrote the theme song, and Sean Marr did the editing on this one. Consider joining our Patreon and help us as we inch closer and closer to our stretch goal of 500 patrons. Doing so means we'll release a one-shot GM'd by Aaron Keefe, inspired by the TV series Lost. The support from our patrons is really what makes the show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating the show that we really do love so much. So hop on now for $5 and you can get access to over 30 hours of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the Kitchen Rats! This week's episode is Ben's New Talent Show Part 3. In this recurring Patreon favorite, Ben pushes the rest of us to discover new talents we never knew we had, like doing an impression of Ryan Reynolds in a Cricket Wireless commercial, or how fast can you drink a glass of water without dying. So sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd and get in on the fun. Okay, I think that's it for now. Until next Tuesday... Thanks, as always, for listening. That was a headgum podcast.